so many notes. I love notes. It's gonna be good. You're gonna not like what I have to say. Ba da ba da ba. These are the cold hard facts. <laughs> and I'm gonna say it from the perspective of a black man. It's like a These jingle. are the cold hard facts. No 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 no. All right, before we continue, I wanna, um, before we proceed, I just want to make sure that, first of all, you guys understand that this is Florida's, po Florida's Fittest Podcast, but as it is that we do talk about sports, a lot of things do sort of um, cross with sports and the rest of um, Fortunately. the world. Fortunately and unfortunately, because we do live in a world and, and we're connected to that, and so we're going to discuss some very heavy things on this particular episode because some very heavy things have happened over the last few weeks. And I feel like it's important to address these situations because it, it affects, it is, it has affected everything so far in mm -hmm. our day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start off with some good news. Well, I think like, we should say, fair warning. Trigger, oh yeah, trigger, trigger, trigger warning. warning. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say some things that you're not going to, a lot of people, a lot of people are gonna agree with me and there's gonna be a lot of people who are not gonna like what I have to say. And this is, I'm gonna say this from the beginning, this is all based on my observations and my opinion. It is no one- And experiences. And experiences, and it's, these are all my own opinions, observations and experiences, no one else's. No one's influencing me, no one's paying me to say these things. Um, this is done on my research. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, Tell you right off the bat, like I, I studied, I have a bachelor's degree in sociology, so a lot of the, the topics that we're going to talk about are in my field of study. Um, this is the things I went to school for. So, uh, buckle up and welcome to Florida's Fittest Podcast. Boom. Grab your binkies, get your <laughs> uh, security blanket. It's going to get scary. It's going to get spicy. It's not scary. Not it's to, to real discuss. We're going to hit some turbulence. That's what it's going to feel well, like. First, uh, Buckle up. Well, let's kick it off with some relatively light things or things that are happening in, this, in the sports fitness world. Um, well, schools are on the fence, like, at least in Sarasota County, schools are on the fence of opening up in August, which is... I don't know how you can say schools are on the fence of opening up when high school football has started practices this past Monday. So um, that's promising, which is like, I kudos to a lot of you young athletes getting after it. And I think, you know, like Florida's open at this point. Like I think every athlete in Florida, whether you're in high school or at the college level, should be outside exercising or into the gym, getting back to reaching your goals. Um, secondly, the Rogue Invitational happened this past weekend. Um, it was the first online championship which is a pretty big technological feat. Mm -hmm. um, 40 pretty plus cameras. Interesting. Yeah, have you, have you watched any of it? No, I haven't. Yeah, um, 40 plus camera feeds and in different countries, you know, obviously US, Canada, Iceland, Spain, Norway, Switzerland, Hungary, and Australia all participated in coordinating all that stuff out of Ohio is pretty, pretty awesome. Like that's, that's a huge feat to accomplish. That's a mm -hmm. lot of, so pardon my ignorance, was that in lieu of the CrossFit Games? No, that is in lieu of COVID-19. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. So keeping everyone isolated and separate. And it was, it was, it's hard to, for, at least for me, like I'm, I'm a competitor. So from a competitor standpoint, like I, 
I can push myself by, you know, in training by myself, but if you're asking me to compete at my very best by myself with no competition around me, it's hard for me to go 110%. Because um, I, I don't have any incentive around me. So is that so, to say that the crowd actually is an aspect of your performance? Yeah, okay. um, I, I feed off the crowd. Um, whether you hate me or love me, like that's that's just me as a competitor. Like I I feed off your energy. Mm -hmm. um, so this was a not only was competing against other people globally a challenge for these athletes, but they were doing it from the comfort of their own home, basically in their home gyms, you know, by themselves. Like they had no one else pushing them, but them and the their judge or friends and family. That was it. So it was very interesting to watch. Um, definitely see yeah. how people reacted and you know how they you know prepared mentally for it. Um, you can definitely tell who stayed in really good shape and who didn't on some of these workouts too. It's true. Like you see who's COVID like, times. There's COVID times. You definitely saw who trained and who took some time off. Mm -hmm. um, no Frazier this year. No Matt Frazier in the Rogue Invitational. Ooh. He was uh, last year's champion. And uh, he was out with an injury. Um, He's getting back into uh, recovering from an injury, and he just like pulled the plug. He says like I'm not ready for this competition. So uh, a smart move on smart his part. Move, yeah. But uh, you know, obviously a lot of people were upset about it. Um, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Uh, yeah, uh, Pat Vellner won it for the men's. Uh, he was he won two events <clears throat> and took the overall title. And Tia Clara Toomey won the women's title, sweeping three events and uh, taking home the victory after six events. Um, but some other things shake up the CrossFit world. Uh, you want to hit on that? Well, speaking of CrossFit, um, CrossFit, well, where would we start? Uh, Started off CrossFit with a, with has kind tweet. of lost a lot of its well, it's lost a lot of its credibility. I'm not even gonna pussyfoot around that mm -hmm. because um, the uh, all because CrossFit's of overlord, a tweet. CrossFit's overlord um, said some very creepy things. Greg Glassman. Greg Glassman. Greg Glassman. Um, it was very insensitive. Um, and like, you can call him insensitive, but Greg Glassman comes from an older generation. Yeah. And in the context of nowadays, um, it's a bit of an adjustment to um, fit into the current modern sensibilities. And he did not navigate those waters very well. No, and I feel like you have to have some sort, you have to have a filter nowadays. Um, <laughs> as much as I don't like having a filter, you have to have a filter in, in some aspects. Especially if you're a CEO or in, in, in the spotlight in any position anywhere. Mm. Um, you know, so obviously he stepped down from CEO as uh, CEO of CrossFit and whoever took his place, um, Dave Castro took his place, which is not surprising, uh, is in other essence, he's not much better. He's gonna say things that, <laughs> you know, are gonna be just insensitive and he's, he's another person. He, he just has no filter and he says what he says and that's it. Yeah. So a lot of people are unhappy with that. Um, but Dave Castro was the logical choice. I think if CrossFit as a company should have took the illogical route and picked somebody way out of the blue. Um, like Rich Froning. No. Rich yeah. Froning. Well, so 
speaking of Rich Froning, they, uh, Dave Castro was like, I think Rich Froning's gonna do the programming. And Rich Froning basically flat out said, is like, ah, oh, this no, is the not. first I've heard it. This is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm, it would be, obviously it would be a dream come true to program for CrossFit, but I think we have more pressing issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Basically, so, this was around, um, this was post-COVID, post-COVID. Post-George Floyd. Post-COVID, post-George post Floyd. And to kind of summarize it um, from my very surface understanding of things, a box owner was asking about what CrossFit and Greg Glassman's stance was on the current situation because obviously a lot of companies were putting forth their stance on the situation. I think if Greg had just said, I currently don't have a stance on the situation. It would have been totally fine. It would have been So that it would give him yeah. the time to think <laughs> yeah. through his response. Yeah. Unfortunately, Unfortunately he said yeah. some very inflammatory things to that box owner. owner and he basically just, called her delusional yeah <laughs> because and, of covid and, yeah and it just told everything just got blown up um like it always says i think over 2300 box affiliates um they, uh, they you know, defiliated defiliated with the name of crossfit basically from they removed yeah. their systems themselves and they removed themselves from affiliation with crossfit which is kind of the way that crossfit um, sustains itself um, and the other part of that was, um, uh, oh man, Glassman went hard on the paint. Yeah. He really did. Like he, he like. He overreached, I think. He, he <laughs> slammed that one yeah. home hard and then he backpedaled hard, which made it even worse. Mm -hmm. He should have just like shut it down, said nothing in social media, addressed the situation um, privately with the box owners. And again, it's just. I think it's just a matter of this is a guy from the old school who has to navigate these waters. And while I'm a proponent of, of the First Amendment and free speech, but you have to have some sensibilities, especially when the entire nation, the entire world was hurting at the time. Yeah. And a lot of companies were in support of the current situation with George Floyd and, and all of that and Black, um, Black Lives Matter. This is just a very delicate moment and he, he, he didn't handle up. it very well. Very bad. Yeah, very <laughs> terribly. Very bad. So, so yeah. So yeah. Basically, you know, twenty three hundred affiliates deaffiliated. Um, some big names are not participating in this year's CrossFit Games. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there is going to be a CrossFit Games after this, but um, so far the big names that are boycotting the games: Katrin Davis' daughter is, um, you know, two time fittest woman in the world. Mm -hmm. um, Danny Spiegel, Chandler Smith, Noah Olson, who was second place last year. CrossFit Games. Mm. Um, Christy Irmo, uh, Travis Mayer, Brooke Haas, uh, two people that are I've never even heard of. Uh, David Chernka and Pete Shaw are no longer participating in the games mm. um, until things change, at least. Yeah. Um, three big companies that cut all ties with CrossFit. Rogue, which is a huge sponsor of CrossFit. Um, I have a lot of Rogue equipment at my house. Rogue and CrossFit are almost like symbiotic. Reebok and CrossFit are almost Reebok, CrossFit, and Rogue. Right. Those yeah. those three and entities are almost symbiotic. So it's big. The, the three big R's in CrossFit are have def, definitely disaffiliated. What was the other one? Um, Re, Reebok, Rogue, and Ramwad. Oh, have wow. all cut ties with CrossFit. So Jesus, that's a huge, huge amount of endorsements that are just 
not there anymore. Um, Where was your marketing company, buddy? Yeah. Um, Greg, yeah. if you ever see this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, like, you know, you, you can have your opinions and everything, but there's a time where you need to have a filter. And not, I don't I especially say if you, filter. I say have a little bit of sensitivity to the moment. Yeah, sensitivity to the moment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, especially if you're in the spotlight, like a CEO, you definitely have to be sensitive. Of CrossFit. Um, yeah, of CrossFit. Like like, the world is constantly yeah. using CrossFit as a whipping boy. You yeah. just gave them the biggest reason yeah. to shit all over I mean, you. we're already, like, Good CrossFit, job, Chris, CrossFit's already, like, the redheaded stepchild. So oh. now you just basically cast them out for good. So it's going to be a very hard time to yeah. get them back into good graces I, with everyone. Yeah. And um, then that the CrossFit has like has become uh, a part of our lexicon and our experience mm -hmm. on, a, on an annual basis, especially in the fitness world. Yeah. It's 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 like it's up there with I'll say the Arnold. Yeah. Uh, and like the purse. Yeah, years. the purse always got bigger for CrossFit at least um, for grand prizes and you know first place and everything. And it really became a true test of who is the fittest athlete, male and female, in the world. Mm. Um, I mean, last, last four or five years, you couldn't argue that those, though all those tests were very well-rounded. Yeah. So, um, you know, to see this is, is you know, very disappointing. Mm. Um, Stinks. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a real shame, honestly. Yeah, it really does um, suck. <laughs> speaking of other sports topics, um, I'll tie it into uh, the NFL, you know, um, Drew Brees oh, yeah. made a statement. What happened there? This is, like, all right, first off, I'm going to tell you this. I hate the NFL. I hate professional sports in general because basically you proved yourselves to be nothing but a bunch of thugs and bullies. You become a society of shame and bullying with anybody who has a different opinion about anything is shunned. You, the, the reason I stopped watching the NFL um, I stopped watching it in college because two Giants players were fined for wearing 9-11 uh, memor memorial shoes. Yeah, 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 memorial cleats. Uh, I think it was the 10-year anniversary of 9-11. Um, and I think Victor Cruz and another Giants player were fined for wearing uh, memor memorial cleats. Um, that's when I fell out of love with the NFL is it's just you're so contradictory and then um, so Drew Brees said I'm not gonna kneel for the national anthem because it would have been you know a dishonor to my grandfather who served this country and blah 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 what I'm not gonna kneel for the, he's not gonna kneel for the national anthem because it'd be a disservice to his what in the world so that's, that was his thing, which, you know, I only kneel for one person, that's God. So um, I'm not going to kneel for the National Anthem either. I, I was always taught to stand for the National Anthem. Mm. Um, so that's, that's his, his reasoning. Along comes Richard Sherman, who is the defense, defensive back for the 49ers, which Richard Sherman is a very highly intelligent person, very intellectual, speaks very eloquently, um, Stanford graduate. Mm goes and rips apart Drew Brees saying, you know, my ancestors were probably stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with your grandfather in this and tied it back into, you know, being it about race and color. Listen, if Drew Brees wants to stand for the national anthem, let him fucking stand for the national anthem. You don't have to, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to issue an apology 
to the NFL and to the rest of everybody else. This is what gets me upset about the NFL. It's, it's like for Richard Sherman to bully him and tell him, you know, bring it back to race, like let him stand up for what he believes in. He shouldn't have to apologize. Um, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> it's, it's bullshit. Um, so you know, we, I, I think that the, the lesson that I'm getting here and what you're saying is the thing that puts you off about the NFL and professional sports is it's become a platform for, for posturing and, and like pandering to, to the public. Exactly. And now like <laughs> Roger Goodell is like thinking about issuing Colin Kaepernick an apology. No, no, fuck that. Colin Kaepernick is probably the most self-serving quarterback in the entire NFL when he was in it. Now, now that he's out of it, he's even more self-serving. Having his own, you know, tryout and like making all the rules for it. No, he's like, you get one tryout because it's an organization. You get one tryout if you don't, if you're not there and you don't like the conditions of it. Guess what? You don't play. Those are the rules. Am, am I wrong? Am I wrong in this situation? No, well, I'm not. I'm not yeah, aware like, of it. But I mean, like, as far as I understand, like, what standing does Colin really have? As far as like, no. he's not the government. The the, the governing body of the NFL. Yeah, what, exactly. No what is he doing exactly? So I don't understand. And, and like, my biggest issue with Colin Kaepernick is you can stand up for injustice all you want, but as soon as you decide to incite people to become violent with their fellow Americans, because people forget that police officers are actual people and they are Americans, that's when you become wrong. When you incite violence against your fellow man, that's when you become wrong. And I will not tolerate that. More on that on a different show. Yep. Anyways, what I was saying is that we are go experiencing a very interesting time in history in terms of a socio-political um, circumstances kind of blending together and influencing all aspects of that. So we have to be sensitive to everybody's yep. um, sensibilities, but at the same time, we do live in America and we have to have discourse. And this being a platform for that. Um, both of us are people of color, but what's interesting is that we can both agree that to some extent we've been called Uncle Tom's, bootlickers, race traders, all, all the names that people have come, like yeah. they've in some way or another thrown that at us. But I think it's important to continue to have this discourse yeah. regardless. Um, I mean, I'm more than open to have a you know, discussion with people. I'm, I had, I've had great discussions with several people, several of my peers, um, former coworkers, coworkers, you know, people from my high school that reached out and talked to me, and we had different, you know, we share. I shared my experiences, and they, you know, saw where I was coming from, and I was able to see, you know, their point of view, and it was very helpful and very, you know, eye-opening. And this is what America could be, mm. where we can have civil, you know, discussions and not be at each other's throat, and we mm. can come to solutions instead of, you know, calling each other bigots and, you know, whatnot. Yeah. So I think when it descends down to the name calling, you're shutting off all yeah. amount of engagement and conversation, and 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 you're 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 then pushing down a person's ability to be able to express themselves and actually create a discourse that is progressive and and ultimately productive. And so I think again, going back to it, this is not just about fitness. Obviously, um, fitness for us has allowed us to be able yeah. to to embody the best of ourselves and we continue to strive for becoming greater and better. Um, but um, beyond that, what is all of that greatness if we're not able to freely be who we are? Yeah. And so that's why it's important for us to discuss this during these very delicate times. Um, please involve yourselves in the conversations down below. I 
um, by all means, get involved in the conversation, but keep it civil. If for any reason the name calling gets too out of hand or whatever, we'll either cut the comments off or we'll shut you down specifically because we want people to have real discourse. Yes. Anyways, this has been a very somber and intense Florida's Fittest podcast. Um, you can find me at My Primal Being if you want to find me directly. Um, you can find um, the production team involved behind this under Echelon Media. Uh, of course, um, you can find that either of those on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at, on Instagram at MCOX91. And we're on Facebook at uh, Florida's Fitness Podcast, so you can find me on there. Um, yeah, and like, I, like I said, like I'm open to this course. Like, so if you want to direct message me and see my thoughts, or hear my thoughts and um, you know, see my point of view on how I approach certain you know, world topics and what I you know, think of certain things, then uh, you know, feel free to DM me and I'll, I'll be sure to respond. All right. Well, All right. see you. Thank you very much.